June 13th, 2009. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
But we'll just start with it and see how far we're going to go. That's all. <laughs> I'll start it over again. We're starting fresh. Okay. All right. You speak of ponderosa pine, and I am catapulted back, oh, way back. And it is late summer outside Potlatch, Idaho. It is sunset. The sky riven with saffron color and ice cream, lavender, and changing pinks from flamingo to palest hue, overlaid with haunting black cloud shapes. The road is yellow dirge with haunting uh, with and sandpacked down and spread with rough-cut white stone and gravel. It twists through the cluster of gray clapper houses, past the railroad track, a train of flat cars loaded with massive tree trunks, fresh cut from the vast forest, covering the hills for miles and miles around, too huge for the sawmill. A painted red wood frame building on the edge of the community where many of the townspeople work. The others employed mostly in the forest, axing, cutting, felling, hauling the great majestic trees, and the countryside reverberating all day with the agonizing thuds of their crashing death. And we are in an open Model T Ford. We pass the sawmill and the general store, a beer parlor, where on several occasions, just before this time I'm speaking of, I have got drunk, drowning, frothing pitchers of ice-cold beer brought to the table by a dark-haired barmaid wise in the ways of the beer parlor in a lumber town, able to laugh and toss joke for joke with the red-faced, heavy-bodied lumberjacks still wearing their caulked boots. And I once saw two of them in a fight. And when one had fallen, the other stomped on his face, fury, until the face looked like a hunk of raw beef when he was finally rescued. And red and black, green and black, orange and black, blue and black, checked shirts, and all this flashed in my mind as the road round the last of the houses. The evening darkening, blue black in the distance, bedazzled with the lights of thousands upon thousands of cosmic worlds, the stars, the planets. The road heads into the forest, and only the tops of the great trees are still visible, individually, seemingly brushing the sky. All below, a great mass of blackness, with head, which the headlight penetrating, with the headlight penetrating the mass, Revealing brown tree trunks on either side, green foliage, 
The limbs of the trees begin to eye up for us to see them. My companion is a young Norwegian boy, 17, the son of one of the foresters at the ranger station near Potlatch. It is his father's job, along with two or three others, to keep up on the maintenance of the fire towers, to patrol the area, to keep weather reports. My father has made this his life work a good but stern man who has raised his son, he hopes, to follow in his footsteps. And the son is extremely proud of his father and will in all probability do as his father desires. When he returns from this little excursion or trip, he has invited me to accompany him on. I had wandered up into that part of the country several weeks prior and asked if they had some work I could do around the ranger station and they had said yes I stayed until leaving on this trip which was to take us over into Montana to visit relatives a cousin or uncle if I remember correctly of my traveling companion then he will be ready to enter agricultural college at Moscow, Idaho. He is not very talkative, and I sit back, drinking in the heady aroma of the pine forest, almost intoxicated by the richness of the beauty of the night. I think that that's where I'm going to stop it. That was pretty intense. <laughs> Very good. Lot from Pedro Show, June 13, 2009 edition. Brother Matt here. Howdy. We're uh, waiting on Pete. She's supposed to be coming to enlighten us about her um, her journey. New Orleans uh, Jazz Fest Sojourn. Yeah, but that was cool. Hello, New Orleans. Yeah. She did some kind of photography thing. She left us. She did the first week with me and the Missing Men up to Baton Rouge. And after Baton Rouge, she took a bus to New Orleans as we continued on. That's where we met up with the Dinosaur. And uh, Lou Barlow really dug Tom and Raul pointing with me, so got home from tour and uh, got email from Lou. Hey, can I borrow your missing man for Lou Barlow and the missing man tour, like September 30 to November 10? And uh, because he's got a new Lou Barlow solo album coming out, uh, not Subado, not Centrado, not. Folk Implosion, but Lou Barlow. Oh, I should say, we uh, started off the show with John Coltrane doing Little Old Lady. And then we had uh, Herbert Hunky and Ornette Coleman, I don't know, sometime in the early 90s, I think. Uh, Herman Hunky, um, beat guy, you know, part of that scene. And 
Uh, my buddy Charlie Plymel knew him. Kind of a trippy cat. Kind of a rough cat. A lot of thieving and junky. Rhymes with hunky. <laughs> you know. But he did great riding, and uh, it's weird about that. And he improvised there with uh, Ornette. Flea was telling me about playing with Ornette. Yeah, with two other bassists, oh. and uh, Ornette's son Donardo on, on drums. That's coming up. Oh, I got a, we'll play a little later in the show, uh, Tom Watson's Clients, that gig in uh, Palisades. Oh, right. We could go. Got a little excerpt, actually the end in part. And Petra told me uh, it's mainly her on the violin. She did some uh, commercials, some Toyota or something. Oh yeah, some kind of car. Priya, Priam, Prius. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's singing. She wrote two. Of the, she just said she did three commercials. She wrote two of them, and one was a cover of the Bellamy Brothers. Let your love go. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> love grow. Like Let's see, play tonight in Pedro. It's Saturday. Tomorrow I'll go see Ponies with Raymond at Hollywood Park. Yeah, I was doing some research on the racetracks. Uh, Del Mar, San Antonio, Hollywood Park, all built by show business. Yeah. Santa Anita was uh, Hal Roach, Bill Rascal, uh-huh. producer. Uh Hollywood Park, Warner, Jack Warner, and uh, Del Mar, Bing Crosby. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. It's a little Hollywood pastime. Yeah. So what, what time period was that? Like 30s? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's weird show business people. But, you know, that's what happened. And so Hollywood Park is on its final days? Maybe. Because I guess the real estate's worth money. And part of that thing with the forum, that's where I first saw it when I went to gigs at the forum. Mm-hmm. I'd see this horse track. I never went there as a kid. Women got me into going. So you have a big casino on. now there. Yeah, and I think that's doing better than the yeah. horse track. And the forum. And the for- <laughs> forum's a church, I think. I, it's painted I saw blue the now. there a couple weeks ago. Someone just turned me on a dead ticket that day. Oh, there, yeah, there's still gigs. Was, it was, it, yeah, it, it was. There's a band playing called The Dead. Oh. <laughs> it, they rocked okay, but it wasn't The Dead. No, Jerry, Warren Haynes plays the Jerry because, spot. Oh, Warren, Haynes, uh, Government Mule. Yeah, they jammed. I did a song. With it was him. cool. But I didn't know they were doing gigs. I thought it was a church. Maybe they ran yeah. it out. Yeah, big old church. I remember when I went there as a kid. And uh, the people, usher people, had togas. Yeah, like Roman, you know. Lakers and the Kings. Oh, right, right. The house that Jack Kent Cook uh, built. Chick Hearn. That's where he started. I never missed a game. Mm-mm, Chicky rocked. I got to speak out of this forum system once. I went to an audition for the Globetrotters. He did a public address announcer. It was yeah. like a cattle call public deal. 
and it went because I just wanted to hear myself speaking in this forum system after all the years of going there. So I went down, stood on center court, did the thing. Yeah. There were hundreds of people. It was trippy. End up in second place. Got to go to the Globetrotters president's office for the interview. And stuff. I saw them play a few times. Pretty trippy. Yeah. Meadowlark? Um, yeah, Curly. Curly, yeah. <laughs> you know, who would they play? They'd always play some uh, made-up team. Washington, Washington Nash- General, Washington Nationals, General. Something, something like that, that. Nationals. Always whoop on them, make fun of them. Yeah. Let them get up there and then stomp them down. Sort of like roller derby. They were great. Yeah, roller derby's happening too. Derby dolls. Yeah, right. Right, derby dolls. I think it's happening. There's a revival uh, yeah, all over the country. Mm-hmm. Different towns have um, roller skating again. That's a trip. Yeah. I remember seeing our team was the T Birds, I think. We were always playing the uh, Texas. Yeah, around uh, the Belladeros. The Bombers? I think so. Wasn't the Bombers? Uh, let's see. So playing Heralds tonight. Uh, played Thursday, the day before yesterday, in Long Beach at Alex's last minute. Skip Heller. Oh, yeah. Scissored. He last minute canceled. So Talia called me. And I hadn't played with Pete and Jer since end of February. We didn't have a chance to practice. Pete came right from the docks and played good, man. No clams. Cool. I couldn't believe it. Muscle memory or something. Uh, I don't even think I took my jacket off. Put new pickups in my base. Put in these real grand pit bull. Sound good. Sound good. So I'll play that tonight. And That's Andy Bass? Huh? Andy Bass? Or Dan, Dan, Dan Bass. Yeah, it had Lindy Fraling guitar pickups. There's a knock. That might be Pete. With a guest. Mystery. It's a man voice. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome aboard. How about yourself? You're not recording, are you? Hey. It's uh, comedian Ben. No, actor Ben. No, comedian Ben. Hey, Peek. Welcome. Hi. Come get uh, gather around the mic. This is Catherine. Don't be shy. Hey, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Welcome. Here, Pete. Don't run it without this. It'll get hot and burn up. Also, Green before CDs. you put it in, touch the water faucet and ground yourself. You know about that? Whenever you do something electronic, touch the faucet and ground yourself. So your stack of electricity could uh, wipe it out. Okay. Not just yours, but any human rubbing their feet on rug. Oh, you got hardwood deck. All that cat hair and <laughs> pubes. <laughs> you might build up a charger. Here's Sam. Talk. Brother Matt, is, and so am I, is no, very no, no, curious no. about your uh, New Orleans adventure. Yeah, how was that journey? Jazz Fest oh, photos. Oh, going to just go right into it? Yeah. yeah. I've been waiting. I need a beer. <laughs> Here, hook up the IV. She's going to saunter. Yeah. <laughs> totally take advantage of her notoriety. Make it two. Okay. That's how she usually drinks them anyway, right? One in each fist. <laughs> <laughs> time we were doing this gig with DOA and Joey Shithead. 
Thank you. He had a shirt with the sleeves cut off. And he was like, whoa, you, you working out, Joey? And he said, yeah, 12 ounces. <laughs> 12 ounce curls. <laughs> 12 ounce curlers. So tell us, Pete. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what, where to start. What about at the beginning? Too easy? Uh, I don't operate that way. <laughs> then why'd you ask? Taunt? I didn't ask. Yeah, you said, how do I start? No, I said, I don't know how to ask, which is a statement. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, It's not a plea for help? (laughs) Not this time. Guys, there's a statement. (laughs) You know if it's a plea. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe try the beginning. Like, we dropped you off at the bus station in Baton Rouge. Oh. So, start with the bus ride. Finish. Um... Um, five dollars pretty five dollars uh actually you know that it's really nice bus system going from Baton Rouge to New Orleans uh they they I think they started from the Katrina uh hauling people back and forth and it's the city system and they were actually talking about discontinuing it because obviously it's not making money it's like there was like maybe ten a dozen people on on that bus I was on um, so you took your shoes off and stretched your feet out. No, there was TV in there and t- entertainment, and the bathroom inside, which you know, um, I didn't go to. Uh, I, I forget how long it took. Uh, a, a couple hour hours, I think. Yeah, hour, it's about ninety miles. Yeah, so yeah, like fifty dollars for that whole. You know, like they're made from whatever people on there so it doesn't seem like it even paid for the gas so I think the city might discontinue that uh. but anyway you got your ride there so you got the, you got there pretty early right mm-hmm. I got there the day before I needed to be there and um, a couch surfer a local picked me up from the bus bus stop destination and kind of oriented me to the city. I've been there before once uh, um, a, a year or two ago, but I never really got to know New Orleans or know how it works. In fact, overall, overall, I thought I could wing it. Like, you know, you know, if I ride around the town enough, I would start recognizing landmarks or how things work. No. <laughs> it's not a grid, really. Either. Do not do that in New Orleans. St. Charles is kind of a horseshoe. Yeah. I learned I learned soon enough that there's like there's upriver, downriver, uh, lakeside, and east is not actually east kind of. <laughs> so it's really so I finally got a map. Uh, somebody gave me a map. And you found the jazz festival. The what? Oh yeah, that one. Oh right. <laughs> uh, jazz festival is a whole entity of itself. Um, Overall impression is like it's this thing that took over the city in a way that the entire economy of the city is depending on it for that time, and you know all the businesses and and tourism that comes in. So and Mardi Gras. I mean, it's basically a tourist town. Yeah. Yeah. Party in town. Yeah, and then and the organization themselves, they're really nice and organized and have a lot of system to go through, and they pretty helpful uh, but it still have this um, yeah, um, erratic erratic um, <laughs> help me with the word erratic Hi- means hi- uh, no, uh, hierarchical 
like yes. yeah you like have a hierarchy yeah there's you know the person who like the founder he's like god like oh my god he's like the founder of this Emperor. thing yeah and <laughs> and uh, I, I found out a lot later as far as like photography is concerned there's actually one person that gets paid to do the photography there the rest are just chunks like us who volunteered our time to go <laughs> Takasan the, told the me about you know about the 90 degree the 45 degree and the 10 degree mm. bows do Thai people have this because um, of hierarchy that. right like if you're in the self defense force I guess the officer above you only gets 10% and politician right. gets 45% emperor gets 90 it's how far you bend over when you oh yeah we have that in the in the way we place our hands in front of our, our body why yeah, uh, when you put your ha- hands why. together. No, it's, that's different. That's because if somebody's like just older than you, is yeah. here. Yeah. If it's somebody who are she more... She put it on her chest. More family, the, the tip of your fingers goes about your chin, chin. level. Right. And if your parents, uh, your thumb comes up to your chin. Yeah. Right? And if it's a, um, a religious, yeah. uh, your thumb comes up to your nose. No. And if it's uh, the the king, the yeah. royalty, then it goes over your head. Over your head. Yeah. So I said, see, there's hierarchies everywhere, not yeah, just New Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> that's just normal human system. But but no, I appreciate the whole organization. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty intense. Did you get to meet the boss? No, I met just people who were dealing with photographers. But you got this sense of his importance from them. From from other photographers going yeah. like. Whispering like that's him. Oh, did you see him? Yeah, he was, you know, just riding around in golf cart. Right. Was he driving or being driven? It's a golf cart. It doesn't matter. I don't. Yeah, I think there's a difference between being driven. I don't remember golf cart with tinted windows. (laughs) Because I tell you, I I was at a Lollapalooza a couple summers ago, and Perry was driving. You know, he runs that. And he was driving. He wasn't being driven. Yeah. Yeah, I heard this voice. Hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. It's a symbolic. Perry driving a golf cart with like 30 people hanging on it. <laughs> Waves at so hey, Kev- Isn't Kevin Lyman with the Warp Tour the same way, though? Right? He just sort of. I don't know if he's much of a golf cart, uh, golf cart <laughs> guy. He's more of a footman. Uh. Yeah. Footman in the walkie-talkie. Yeah. Kevin's really... Down to earth. He started off as a helper man. Right. And so he's pretty grounded. But Pear was too. Like I said, he was driving him. He wasn't being driven. So I wonder something symbolic yeah, about Yeah. Being driven, even if it's a golf cart. Yeah. I only saw him briefly once and I didn't run into him again. But uh, So you were there a long time. It was pretty overwhelming, actually. Um, and the What same- was your mission? <laughs> my mission changes all the time <laughs> that mission for that uh, for the, event uh, I thought it was a good opportunity to start getting into the festival circuit and to start shooting more of that if I want to do music you know that's kind of a good place where I can shoot different kinds of bands going on but um, I learned that actually I'm not into it uh, it's just too much going on no uh, how did you get involved with this and what did they ask you to do? Oh, I, I apply for it. You have to apply, like, send an application and send in your sample work. And yeah, if right. they approve, then, then the, the, the an agreement, you have, you know, you have to give them what they want and they'll give you passes, which is new. Because the week you were with us, a lot passes. of drama <laughs> over this, right? Yeah. 
Um, it, it was actually warranted because... You didn't have the right stuff or you didn't understand the requirements? And not too later, yeah, because um, I, I, I sent in... The thing was that my submission to get this approval uh, as their photographer was all my normal stuff, which is black and white. <laughs> no digital. Film. Yeah, but I could, you know, I turn everything digital anyways, but it's basically it's the certain look I have. Um, they so, wanted digital. Yeah, so uh, not until I was on on the road with with you guys that I read the fine print of the um, how they required that everything turn into digital, you know, particular sizes and resolution and whatnot and particular camera and up needs to be used kind of thing. I'm like, what? I didn't see this before. Yeah. Was it Was it there? Was it written? Uh, yeah. You just overlooked it. Yeah, and I, yeah, I packed it, packed my stuff up, went on the road, and then like two days before the thing, I'm like... Two oh, days before no, was... Well, a few uh, days, like, a, like No, it was when days. we had a day off in children's. Childress. 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 Childress, Texas, and she had panic attack, and we weren't able to do remote broadcast a lot from Pedro's show. <laughs> right? That's right. I said we could. <laughs> you were, like, in a hell of a rage. Well, you always wanted me to be angry on your show. That was the best opportunity <laughs> you could have gotten. <laughs> it was more like panic and fear. Yeah, well, all so the much, same. Well, it just depends on what you say to me. Then it probably co comes to rage. I think we were all feeling for you. We didn't want you to have that hell. Yeah, and and I thought, like, you know, um, well, that's a lot of, I guess, assumption there. But but it's okay, you know, I, I got some kind of... Yeah, now it's a lot of water under the bridge. Don't worry. <laughs> well, it has so to be. So you, you, while you were doing it, you're roaming around and... But take pictures of the music, but also people trying well, to get a sense of the festival. Well, the thing is, like with the 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 organization, they, yeah. they assign you in particular area, in particular things. Some people. So you were in charge of the banjos, bathrooms. Yeah. Yes, I was. No, <laughs> no. Actually, I I think you know at the beginning I didn't know what it meant to be a floater. Um, because a lot Floater? of... Floater? Yeah. yeah. said that's when you were healthy. <laughs> Sinkers, not healthy. <laughs> do you look back and look, or do you just pull the handle? I... Because always got me, you know, he was kind of firm about, you got to check it out, Mike. Yeah, and the, uh, the photographers are divided into, most of, many of them get assigned stages that they have, you know. Right, but you were a floater. X amount of pictures per stage, and they have like a systematic way to to, to um, document it, you know. And yeah. a floater meaning that, here is your area, whatever you want. Yeah. But we kind of want the whole, you know, the idea being like, capture the culture, the yeah. people, the happiness, Ambiance. the food, the dance. Uh, smells and and I, I also didn't capture any of the food because <laughs> I know a lot of them were alive at the time. So, did you tell us about the food? The food, yeah. um, which one? Uh, the the crawfish? Do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you crowd ads? I didn't. I didn't Mud go. Bugs? I didn't go too crazy with eat the, the brains food out? at the festival. You know the real way to eat them, right? Squeeze eat the, the brains, tail, suck the head. Yeah, I do Delicious. that. I do that. That's yeah. Good. 
That's you know that's a tie. Get the newspaper out. Yes. Get the piles of them. So I fell at home there with the crawfish, but that that not okay. that wasn't until a lot later uh, before I go. What? Wait, I haven't had crawfish this whole time I stayed here. So would you have what po, po boys? Yeah, many kinds yeah. of po boys. They, they're dark, you know why they're there's called po boys? Chicken. Because they were from poor, uh, poor times and they were yeah. mainly bred. Yeah, they use big roll to yeah. fill you up. Mufaladas. That's what. That's the idea. Yeah, mufalada. Do you have those? This no. What is that? Yeah, gotta go back. Yeah, good. <laughs> no, the, the, the uh, jambalaya. Yeah, boudin. Boudin, the sausage. Now, Mary, I told you about that. Where you squeeze it out of the skin. Yeah, I remember you telling me, but I yeah, forgot it afterwards. Some French, <laughs> you know, influence there. Four, four dominations. Yeah. Spanish, French, well, French Indians. Is it French, Spanish, or Spanish, French? It's Spanish, French. Spanish, French. And then Confederate, and then U.S. Yeah, obviously the Indians, really five. But the like in the French Quarter, there's a flagpole, and it's got four sides and the four dominant. Did you see the submarine there? The one-man no. sub? Oh, no. They've got it there. Like, there's this thing you pedaled. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, on, in the catalog online, like a one-man submarine. One-man submarine. They've it's, got it there. I can't remember its name. I right think that's now. a Disneyland ride now. <laughs> one-man submarine. Yeah, you get, like, get to go under, oh, and wow. there's like Nemo. This is during and, the Civil War. It's kind of oh, down by like a oh, big really? boiler. Oh, the yeah. first ever subs. Like, no, the first one is in South Carolina in Charleston. Yeah. I just saw it. That was the Huntley, and that was like six guys pedaling. In fact, they found it. Maybe it's not the first one. It's the first one to sink a boat, though. Mm-hmm. They had a bomb on torpedo used to not be self uh, propelled it was mm-hmm. just meant like a mine so you had to ram someone with and it was on the end of a stick wow. <laughs> and, they, and they got a boat but it, they were so close it sank them too and they and they just found it and all the guys were in there still actually it's oh, like the third fourth crew because testing it out they lost a couple crews oh You'd think they'd get the yeah. at that point no because no air right yeah you know, just like snorkel things and yeah, a couple times. I would never be the person who go like, "Yeah, I will follow that order." Oh, you yeah. Know? <laughs> well, I'm claustrophobic anyway, man. Yeah, I can imagine being thinking. in this metal tube. But this one was like a one manner. Yeah. And I think it had like a drill to drill holes in the bottom of the boats or something. Is it down by a streetcar named Desire? Yeah. Yeah. Down there, yeah. In the, the square, <laughs> and. Um, the Huntley, though, the one they've got at the museum in Charleston's a, a, facsim- a reproduction, facsimile, but they did raise it. They found it and raised it. Um, it was lost for all this time because in the silt and the mud. But, so you got some chow. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, as Jeanette Mothers, that's the most famous well, of the chow you know, uh, uh, Before I get into the New Orleans... Uh, Impression. I just want to wrap up. Actually, actually, as far as jazz jazz fest concerned, you know, I, I did get overwhelmed, but it's it's a a very intense uh, uh, festival. You know, you have uh, three days on the first first weekend, four days on the following weekends, yeah. and I actually I found out I didn't find out until I got there that I was only going to have to do the first weekend. Yeah. So actually, but I'm you not. Stayed. I stayed because I planned to be there, and I had a flight, you know, after yeah. the festival was over. But uh, ended up like I kind of become like if I'm in town, I should just make a point to go there. And the festival actually told me like if you want to go, then you just buy tickets, and it's like fifty bucks or something <laughs> per day. And here, here's a here's the part I want to bring up to. Um, 
my ultimate hookup for Jazz Fest and New Orleans overall, overall, is Jay Holland. I met Jay Holland yeah. uh, in Baton Rouge. Yeah. He actually sort of... The Spanish moon. He, yeah. Uh, he, fa- he Facebook friended me a few days before because he read about my freak out on... <laughs> the children's <laughs> on the children's <laughs> <laughs> on what's to a diary <laughs> so he sort of checked in we with couldn't get said, whiskey because it was Sunday so he was like do you need a ride are you, are you okay are you, you know you're going to be great and then I met him and his fiance and and uh, he's completely like like the most amazing person I met uh, yeah, cool over people. there he he took me around. He also later drove me to tour the city, showed me the Ninth Ward and the, you know, um, Brad Pitt's project. And and we also have Rush being in common. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and uh, also, here's the second part to, to the story. I didn't have yeah. tickets for this, the second week of the festival. Yeah. Um, and he arranged to transfer a, an, a set of unused tickets to me. And this is the, this is what's interesting. The person who didn't show up for the festival, yeah. his name is Bill. He he owned a club in or used to own a club in Florida. Oh and yeah, it's funny. Jay said like, oh, Bill Bryson. I, I was checking. Bill Bryson used to run the covered dish in Gainesville. Yeah, it was, he was. He said he. He uh, was at one of our gigs. At exactly. Cat's that's Cat's Cradle. That's the thing. He said. Jay said she, he was looking um, uh, during the the festival of, of what the hell is Bill doing that he's not attending jazz festival, and he he saw on Watt's diary that Bill show up at his gig. So I practically yeah. took Bill's pr- place, and Bill took my place by showing up <laughs> at your gig in yeah. yeah in Chapel Hill, well actually <laughs> oh. Carborough. But like, he went yeah. to the house after we conked in Chapel. It's right next door. At uh, Jenny, bass player from Ed from Ohio's band oh. Grand National, and actually he, used to be Mitch Easter's house. And John, in between, John from Superchunk. I think she was renting from him. Yeah, it's weird the way things are connected. Yeah, and he's on. So let's see why it's important to write the diary. <laughs> I don't know. He'll never. Are you done yet with the diary, or do you still have a few? Well, he made me. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I really edited the. Uh... <laughs> so did you see some? No, he goes, points? do it, please. <laughs> 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 That's the way he asks. <laughs> well, what? It was only like two more days, but then you went back and redacted things. <laughs> well, I still have to re- <laughs> redact it for bands when you're down there. Uh, many. Uh, I think my favorite bands I saw were, well. This is surprising to me, and I actually told Ben on over the phone while it was happening that I found myself drawn to Cytico live music. That's from and, it. And bluegrass, and I'm just it's it's I can't listen to it uh, recording, you know, but live is amazing. Into it. It's party just, music. Yeah, yeah, it's a beat fast and happy. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I just like it. watching people. Digging into that. <laughs> okay, let's listen to some music. Mm-hmm. 
get tired of growing old And you dwell on all that you wanted Five years ago, but all that's gone It's over and done, it's over and done Thought I would be on my own To live my selfish life My head would be my home And that would be all that I'd want With you I will grow And live a life that's more but full Of love, of love Until our time is done for Pedro show uh, we just heard tired of growing old by hospital ship and before that was no fate aspires that in the sunset rise and before that was power pill fist with man ribbon that's a one-man band it's actually the ba- uh, bass player of this other band uh, black moth super rainbow who did caterpillar house and I, I didn't see him this time. He's doing his own tour. They had, actually, all four of these songs are from Grayface Records, a label out of Chicago, Illinois. Cocked his pad. He's way into these uh, mad balls. Oh, what was that? They're like these rubber, squishy balls. Stress? Yeah, well, they're uh, creepy looking. Oh, they're okay. eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, squeeze yeah. them yeah. in the big okay. bubble comes out that's got yeah. worms in it. And, and he's way got all that kind of kitsch. <laughs> His name's Ryan, and he was playing bass. Because I got to uh, play with them. They asked me to do two songs the first night, three songs the second night. And a uh, great band. And, uh, I think uh, Bonnaroo 
is coming up. Is this weekend? Is it? Is I Nell's playing? Think, yes. I think Fish is going back. Uh, and Money Mark right? is there. Money Mark? Yeah. Great. With Beastie Boys, I guess. Yeah, but he's not playing as Money Mark. He's playing with someone else. Oh, shush. I think. I don't know. <laughs> Money Mark plays with a lot of cats. Really? Yeah. You, were, you saw him at the gig we did. I got some of that. That's right. At Pacific Palisades. He left oh. the next morning. He's with the Beastie Boys. Maybe the Beastie Boys are doing Bonnaroo. Yeah, they are. But, oh, okay, that's why he's there. Then. Yeah, my friend Paula that I brought, she said. Because it's not just like a hippie jam festival. Sonic Youth played there. Just as jazz festival uh, wasn't about jazz. <laughs> yeah. Maybe originally. But Tobacco's playing there. The Black Moth Super Rainbow guy. Um, so you like Zydeco now well I like Zydeco live bands <laughs> good yeah. ones and what uh, was the other one uh, Bluegrass Bluegrass right which really isn't from there but it just related. happened to be on that particular stage that it was my um, so called territory uh, <laughs> I thought you were a floater uh, yeah I'm floating in the in that territory a, a particular half of the festival so it was kind so of so there were territory. several stages you it, didn't have were, one stage. Yeah, they were yeah. have like they had probably like a dozen. I mean, for stages. your floating area. Well, my floating area covers a lot of boots and commerce and food, and it's just actual half of the fair, fairground. So, and besides uh, music. But the best part is, I, I could you know I had the the little wristband where I can go shoot music if I want, and that's what I loved most about it because I can just go see any band any 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 time. Did and they like your work? Um, it remained to be seen. I'm supposed to turn it in. Soon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, the, the, the second, you know, last month. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the no, second weekend, you didn't have that wristband. I did. I, I worked it out. Oh. Uh, in a different channel. First of all, I got in through Bill's past. Yeah, yeah, right. But I also worked in... With the uh, with the media guy who did I, you do more photos? Yeah. Okay. But in a different way because I wasn't really checking out the music anymore on the second weekend. And to tell you the truth, it's like. Didn't Nels like, play? Oh, first weekend. Well, Nels played on the first Saturday, yeah, and yeah. then took off to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a hell ride! Like five in the morning or something. And he was like back in five days or something. Huh. It's yeah. Crazy. He he like played three or four jazz gigs and then like yeah. wailed back to. That's good, though. I mean, he actually was at a jazz festival in Australia. Oh, he's played a bunch. I played the Monterey Jazz Festival with him. I mean, you know, a real (laughs) jazz festival. Yeah. Right? Monterey's got a big, long tradition. Yeah, I went once with uh, Charlie Hunter. Yeah, we played, uh, I don't know, 2006, 2005. It was Banyan. Mm. All these people sitting around in sweaters. It's kind of weird. But the boss liked it. We played right after John Schofield. Oh, yes. John was Schofield great. was at Jazz Fest. He was awesome. Yeah, he is. Monster guitarist. Mm-hmm. He had some young... Do you have young people? You have all his, kinds of Yeah, but no. When we played with him, his band was all young guys. Oh, uh, no. This is just more like an all-star sort of oh. situation. This was like three young cats. And uh, he was he was good. He's turning it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, One he, guy kind of playing electronic guitar. Yeah, he diversified. Like, yeah, I like yeah. that about him. He Tra- was, being contemporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But it wasn't cheesy. I thought he was really no. good. No, yeah. Yeah. And he came up and talked to us and stuff. He was a very nice man. Mm-hmm. I think Nels already knew him. Um, Between the two of you, you guys know everyone. <laughs> no. I In the world. <laughs> Maybe Nels does. <laughs> he knows more of everyone than I do. So anyway, uh, uh, I was going to bring up, I, I wish I had um, Jay Holland's uh, band music. I don't have any, but his band is Narcissi. Uh, I think they have a West Narcissi. Narcissi. I love them. Okay, there there is another thing that happened during the 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 time I was there. It's called Chaz Festival or Chaz Fest. Excuse me. Uh, Chaz Fest is actually the local reaction to the Jazz Festival. So they had like this, basically a huge backyard party. What it was. Chaz. How do you spell that? C H A Z. And Chaz is like I guess he's a local. Uh, fixture. He's a washboard player, and he he's amazing at it. And he's also they, but, played at a, at a jazz fest as well. What's the reaction for? They think jazz festivals too merch. Yeah, or too expensive. <laughs> you know, like fifty bucks or a hundred. And they actually lately they have like this grand ticket where you can spend I don't know thousands of dollars to get into the shaded area and with a higher view of. You know, it's really gone corporate in a way that... But, in you know, whatever it takes to make some money, I guess, you know? Okay. But and Chaz, this is more down-to-earth, somebody's backyard. Yeah, and, and, and Jay Holland was uh, one of the uh, instrumental person who who helped organize the Chaz Got it Yeah, and he also played at Narcissi played. Oh, <laughs> Narcissi is so adorable. Narcissi. <laughs> I loved good. him. I loved him so much. You didn't bring any of their music? Uh, I didn't get any. No. Uh, yeah. And you're welcome, uh, Jay. Yeah. Well, Jay, Jay, <laughs> if you hear this, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm on to you. I'm gonna get a copy if you have any. Oh, you didn't get any from him. Ah. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> but what Jay got? Um, Jay and uh, Sally uh, are the most adorable people I've met, and they helped me out, and and they're the ones who also sent me off with, you know crawfish dinner on the last night oh. <laughs> but you didn't need any brains I I did you did I am Thai oh yeah I got <laughs> phone calls with elaborate descriptions of all of the disgusting things she was eating because most <laughs> of it you can't eat just tail and brains yeah Ben doesn't like shellfish yeah. or seafood I also got a call that asked uh, how many weeks am I willing to spend in the gym for this dinner <laughs> Three, four. It's gonna be worth it. Have you been fighting? Uh, a couple of times since I got back. Not really, but try to get into more next next Shirking. month. I have to. Get um, the I'm getting tensions out. Well, I'm getting all you know too mellow. Soft. Yeah, that too. <laughs> There's one other New Orleans bit that I. I, see, I heard this all play by play, you know, tech, via text message, essentially. Uh, I don't feel like photographing this person today. I'm going to eat crawfish. But um, the art projects that were going on. Oh, yeah. This also has some weird relation to uh, what is... Uh, I met the, the the KK Project girls, which is uh, Kersha and Ame. Yeah. Uh, Kersha Kershella. Yeah, I was gonna get into that too. They they the other um, amazing people in the city. The, this this girls practically uh, 
revising a really, really badly damaged uh, block of houses in yeah, Katrina. Yeah, I've called it bad. Yeah, and they turned it into art galleries and projects with invited artists. And, and uh, yeah, they're pretty hands-on. They're pretty... I, I can't really explain how... She grew up on Guam. Huge distance. I didn't know that. Yeah. Her pop did this uh, Ralph... Ralph oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so Very interesting woman. We're at the end of the first hour of June 13, 2009. Watt from Pedro Show. Hold on for hour two. June 13, 2009. Second hour of Watt from Pedro Show.
scratching, itching. Everything's on display. It's going away. I'm undergoing some kind of split between my seams. I don't know anything. I'm screening everything. I don't I don't want to just let anything in. I'm indifferent to everything, but I got I got a need to listen. I say shit that sounds ingenious, but I'm I'm very skeptical. I don't know. Me, I've been collecting stones, keeping them. They're sculptures. And they're warding off things. I keep them under my bed to keep away things like you. I like big rocks. I like it when uh, when I'm alone with this certain guy. It's kind of horrifying, but I, uh, I don't like mirrors either. I, I keep away from mirrors all the time because they frighten me. They make, they make me think... Uh, I think I'm keeping out hours. Makes me feel like I got an exit when really I got in. Some kind of um, turnstile going on in my head where I want out but someone else wants in and I, I can't break it. I just, uh, just reach in my pocket and pull something out and, and try to make it work. But uh, I don't know. Some kind of purpose I'm trying to find. I'm just trying to get through there. Uh, one time I created a god. That didn't work. Another time I started saying everything I thought out loud. People people kept away from me and I was trying to speak, but uh, you know, that's the way it works on the subway. Um, I don't know. I just go back to my rocks, I go home, you know. I collect them, I keep them under my bed to keep things away. Sometimes they scare me, sometimes I have to leave the room, sometimes I can smell them after I leave even. Sometimes when I'm in the bathroom, I flush the toilet and they just won't go away. So I, you know, I'm like, shit, fuck am I gonna do this in my home, you know? I can always go back out. As a matter of fact, I've been going out and I've been working. I've been working up a storm. I've been thinking that, you know, I really want to make some money. And I've been making some money, but you know, it's never enough. I like my eggs over easy. And I like them hot, and I, I don't like, um, I, if you break my yolk, man, I'm gonna bite my lip if you break my yolk. But, uh, I found one thing that makes me really move. It's not money, it's not love, it's not anything like that. I don't know, I think it's, uh, the fear of being mutilated. That really frightens me more than, uh, more than anything, more than scratching, itching. I, I get this itch and I feel like there are insects on me. And I just itch, 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 itch. And uh, I don't know. Uh, while I'm itching, I feel like I'm, I'm you know, it makes me smile. It makes the kind of bad thoughts go away. But I'm, I'm basically very <sighs> bored. I'm bored with everything. I tried addiction, I tried uh, obsession, I tried love. I even inflicted pain on myself. Didn't work. So that's my advice. I'd like to turn you inside out. I think that would be real good. One time I was climbing stairs, Felt like I was breathing yesterday's air. But you 
flew down. You flew down those stairs at me. You wrapped your arms around me. You put your lips against mine, and I swallowed your time. It all became mine, and I took it back in my bedroom with me, and I showed you. I showed you a few things. I got mirrors on the ceiling in my bedroom, and I made you look at yourself. I'm afraid of mirrors. I, ne- I never look up. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. I'm, I, uh, I, I'd rather like look at you and dive in your dreams and look up. But they don't mirrors. They don't care if they see. They really could care less. They just kind of stare back at you and and make you feel kind of ungodly, like everything's loud. You feel very vengeful and wanna 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 just smash things, including mirrors. It feels like something's returning, something really weird from the past, like something medieval. Like something I don't know what. It's like I don't know if I'm medieval or not, but I know I got it in me. I see movies and I identify with people on the screen and they start talking to me. They start talking about me. It's like the movie's about me. And, uh, it makes me really sink into my seat and grip, grip, you know, grip things. And I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Sometimes I just like to watch the Lobby Channel. And uh, eat popcorn. Think of you. Arrange my uh, lot collection, and uh, you know, basically, I think of you all the time. It's kind of scary when you think about it, but I try not to think about it that much. I just uh, think about you.
Pot from Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with rock and roll. Velvet Underground cover by Cinderella Backstreet. Cinderella Backstreet. Scott Krause floated to me. It's like uh, Peter Laughter with some of the people who would later turn out to be Paraubu. And then we heard uh, Tony, Brother Tony Mamoni and Scott Krause with their Home and Garden project and a tune called Dolores. Interesting spiel. you got to hear her. And uh, then Tripod Jimmy, which is where the guitar player who took Peter's place, Tom Herman, made after he left Paribu with uh, While I Wasn't Looking. And then we heard a little excerpt of the gig uh, you were at, Peak, in Palisades, oh, Pali, yeah. Pacific Palisades, for the uh, sasass.org benefit. Ben was there, too. And uh, that was Petra, Flea. Money Mark. Takasan. Money Mark. Motoko. Motoko Honda. I think Cindy said Hama. Ha, Hanmar. Or something. She didn't say her name right. Is it Motoko? Or? She got that part right. Yeah. And then myself. Uh and it's not titled because it's just about sixty-seven minute jam, and, uh, <laughs> but that was the last part of it. And then we heard something from the new Sonic Youth album that came out a couple of days ago. Oh, really? Thurston floated to me and a song called Antenna. I asked him, "What should I play?" Thurston, he said, "Antenna." So I played it. I wanted to play Thunderclap for Bobby Pin. You know Bobby Pin? That was Darby Crash's first punk oh. name. <laughs> P-Y-N <laughs> the days of making your own names up is great um, so uh, overall your New Orleans adventure was great yeah it was uh, it was overwhelming it feels like you know that's my additional home you know you know with, but with the the part that I couldn't get over is the fact that um between the jazz fest is all these other musicians uh, that I friends with from like San Francisco. Eric McFadden was playing at the Preservation Hall. Um, oh yeah, with some famous people, <laughs> I guess. But I recorded some songs with Eric. Yeah, I remember that that one. And also my friend John Ellis from New York was in town, and uh, my friend Derek Phillips is from Nashville was in town, and it was like this is like the the part I realized that I'm, it's not you a know, nexus. Communities these days is not really city city specific. You know, there's city part to it, of course. You know, you see people every day, you know, or, or whatever, in locally. But there's also like these music communities, you know, like that that are very fluid, and you know, they kind of go to different towns. But it's you know, the, like but the connection neighborhoods is different. Oh, you mean the people are from different towns, but yeah. the connection. Especially for music, in jazz, yeah. you know, you get all kinds of mixed up with different people. Uh, what about uh, uh, post Katrina impressions? Uh, that's for my my personal impression is that the town is very uh, is is on its way to heal healing. 
but but the trauma is is everywhere. You know, you can still be still reminded. Still parts. Yeah, be reminded yeah. by personal stories, by some just you know random things you see on the road, and every so often it's like yeah, you know, like you get reminded that every year you still don't have the assurance that this won't happen again. So you kind of live your life, sort of not know if this is maybe. You know, if you're going to stick in this city forever. Borrowed time. Yeah. So. Precarious. It's below sea level. Yeah. So it's it's like a weird, sweet, live for the, live for the moment kind of thing. But, but yeah, there's, you know, like people like Kershaw and Mai, they, they, they're in this, the other part of the, the idea of this, this project is that they are working in a really, really, dangerous neighborhood but they work with the community like people in the area and the kids you know they come out and sort of help you know doing this and that and hang out it's really sort of a small but significant transformation of a neighborhood by some symbolic means also with you know all the workshops and lectures that's going on there and art you know and bringing like profiles to area that is like some of the worst Hit economically and and by the storm and by you know what that neighborhood was bad before the storm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah so, well, brother Matt, thank you so much, Pete. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, I would like to go. I've never been to one, so maybe one time I'll go. Brother Matt, time now for you for your own little jazz fest here yeah. and spin cycle. <laughs> It had never occurred to me before that music and thinking are so much alike. In fact, you could say music is another way of thinking. Or maybe thinking is another kind of music. Some just book Wayawa. But do you know what that means? It's Ohio Gozines. And backwards. Our people are not equipped mentally to deal with something of this nature. Buried on the battlefield
taking me into the mental orgasms, jaculating, stimulating, relating to life, incubating, rotating around light beams. From a light beam, I was formed in the white dream and then redeemed like powder out of my maker, into nature, returned the vapor, killer, priest, was born in the pillar of yeast, lost in the miscarriage, the automatic for marriage.
Hey, Brother Matt. Thank cool. you very much for your spin cycle. What was the inspiration for today? Uh, nothing, nothing particular. It's kind of random. What about your Costa Rica trip? Um, well, that's inspirational, but it didn't really affect. Music. Yeah, it didn't really affect this one. This was kind of more just random stuff. Now school's getting finished for you. Five more days. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Damn kids. Yeah, yeah. It's intense. Forty-eight grads right now out of ninety-five 48 students. You got. Yeah. Wow. Is that last year good? was twenty-three? He doubled yeah, last good. year, and last year was the record. Hey, teacher of the year. Yeah. Yes. Much respect. Brother. Thanks. I mean that's I mean congratulations but that is too sad there is like oh my dad all a little bit over half well <laughs> typically you'd get like at, at a regular school school year you have ninth tenth eleventh twelfth graders mm-hmm. so you'd have like twenty five percent of that entire bunch pass mm. so I've got like fifty percent of my entire bunch passing yeah. so and they were all dropouts basically to start with so yeah he works directly with them. Mm-hmm. so it's like. Yeah. Have you ever heard of R. Stevie Moore? Mm. Daddy's famous bass, Nashville bass player. And he's been making home recordings since the 60s, R. Stevie Moore. Comes from music family, mm. his father. And uh, he's in his 60s now, and he wrote me and asked me to give him a bass line. Betcha. And so, t- to write a song with. And so, um, but we'll play it right now. Cool.
<laughs> Live from Pedro Show. That was something uh, Mr. Stevie, our Stevie Moore, did using my bass line called yeah. Watt Two Bulb. Cool. And then we heard Super Pond by Needle Drop and The Hollow Man by Same Things. And we were speaking of Willie Dixon in reference to great Coco Taylor. Moving on. Much respect to her. And uh, we're at the end of the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Old time for hour three. June 13th, 2009. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. And now it's time for part two of Jack Flanders in the White Castle. Brought to you by Meatball Fulton. ZBS Media over at zbs.org. Z as in zebra, B as in beach ball, <laughs> S as in shithouse.org. Check it out. Great stuff there, all the other old adventures. Anyway, yeah, Jack. Part two White Castle. It's a courtyard. Where is everyone? Hello? Anyone here? Oh, someone dropped the drawbridge. Uh oh. The drawbridge is going back up. Uh, are we trapped in here? Most likely. It's all right, Dominique. Oh, I wonder if they have a dungeon. A castle can't call itself a castle without a dungeon. I don't think this is funny. Bonjour. Y a-t-il quelqu'un? What's that? It looks like a giant screen. Yeah, just in time for the flicks. I am Sanford White. Welcome to the White Castle. Is that really Sanford White? Yes, it is. Whew. That's a big man. Yeah, isn't he being just a little flamboyant? Hello, Claudine. I'm sorry that I am not here to greet you and your crew. Alas, I was suddenly called away. Is this live? Pre-recorded. In the meantime, my staff of highly trained and trustworthy midget robots will provide you with everything you need. Midget robots? Midget knights in shining armor, I bet. Each of you will have your own personal valets. Ask, and your PRV, personal robotic valet, will fulfill your needs. What is your wish, Master? They understand voice commands, but you must speak clearly. I wonder what needs he's referring to. Jack, shh. So, please make yourself comfortable. My castle is now yours. Salute, Claudine and crew. Hello. Ciao. So, here we are. I am very disappointed. Is there any way you can reach him? I don't know that he wants to be reached. Oh my god, look over there. Here come the midget robots. Wow. Not exactly R2-D2, but it looks like they came from the same trash can school of design. (laughs) I wonder will they speak? I don't know. Hello, I am Dominique. Who are you? Uh, do robots get laryngitis? <laughs> I think that one needs a little oil. Ask it to do something. Will you carry my bag, please? Look at that. It's picked up your bag. Good robot. Good. Now, now sit. I think this one's mine. Will you take my bag, please? <laughs> it's too bad they don't talk. Show me to my room. Yeah, that's okay. Dominique will speak for them. <laughs> Thank you.
It sure is bright in here. Everything is white. I'm glad I brought my shades. Well, looks like we all got our own room, whether we want it or not. Where is your room? Oh, it's way down that way. And yours? At the other end. Ah, I'm too awake to sleep. You want to go for a walk? In the castle? Uh, no, on the beach. How do we get down there? Well, I noticed a terrace and steps that lead down to the ocean. Come on. So, this is our last voyage. This is the last. And then what? I don't know. Hey, listen. Do you hear that? Hmm. It's coming from the castle. I wonder what it is. Claudine, the first time we met in Montreal, I watched you move from one realm to another, and with such ease... I never knew which side you were from. What do you mean, which side? Well, you know, that from the side or, or the other side. Jack, reality isn't woven into sides. Is reality woven? Of course it is. <laughs> woven by what? By the way we see. By the way we see it. Okay, it's fair enough. So, which side are you from? <laughs> there are no sides. <laughs> Then where did you learn to do what you do? <laughs> From the other. Okay, so it's it's not a side, it's just the other. Don't think of sides. Okay, okay, no sides. But you move from one to the other with, with such ease. It's not that easy. How do you do it? It's timing and purpose. Well, timing, I understand, but purpose, you, you can't just will something, can you? No. Well, what purpose could there possibly be? Does a purpose have to have a purpose? <laughs> Probably. Remember when we had the conversation about language, and you said that words create realities? I did? Yes. You said because of the power of words and the images they create, instead of becoming closer to the reality we are trying to describe... We create an alternate reality. A reality that's removed from the one that is real. And that is the illusion we live in. Somewhere next door to reality. Yes. We live in an illusion created by words. By and large, yes. Our own word-built illusion of reality. Ours and everyone else's. Well, that's too bad. I'm rather fond of words. I think you are rather fond of fantasies. Are we straying from the subject at hand here? Do you remember when you said that human beings cannot see movement? Oh, uh, yeah. What we see as motion is really rapid still shots that our mind is constantly taking and arranging. So we think we see motion, but it's really just individual snapshots flickering like a film. And our picture of reality is made up of shots we choose to use, and how we choose to arrange them. How do we make that choice? What we're taught, what we believe in. It's crazy, but 
that's how we make choices. So your snapshots are different than mine. Apparently. So where is truth? Maybe in madness. But you, you're strangely sane, Claudine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my reality isn't as fixed or as solid as yours. And in this uh, lack of solidity, there's fluidity. Maybe I know how to slip between those still shots. Really? If people knew how fluid it all is, I think they'd become very frightened. Yeah, so do you act as some kind of ambassador or diplomat that can flow with such fluidity from one side to another? Jack, there are no sides. Oh, right, yeah. No sides and no walls. Just the ones you've built in your mind. Good morning, Mojo. Have you noticed these walls? What about these walls? Ah, some of these walls aren't. What do you mean? Walls are walls, or they aren't walls. That's what I'm saying. These aren't. Of course they're walls. Some are, some aren't. How do you define a wall? Don't define it. Just feel this wall. Ah, so you admit it is a wall. There is a wall, but this isn't it. I'm looking at a wall. You're looking at something that isn't. Mojo, are you speaking jumbled mumbo? No, not mumbo jumbo or jumbled mumbo. Okay, have it your way. No wall. <sighs> Touch it. Touch a wall that isn't? That's right. Why? Will I get a shock? You may be shocked. But you won't get toasted. You're up to something. Go ahead, touch it. What's the big mystery? You gotta touch it to find out. You're setting me up. I wouldn't do that. Why are all these robots standing there watching us? They're curious, aren't you? Oh, all right. I'll touch the wall. It better be good. You won't be disappointed. Hmm. Good morning. What are you two up to? Oh, Mojo has been telling me that these walls aren't. Aren't what? Aren't what they appear to be. Oh, you mean just like reality? Just like that. So, uh, what's with the walls? Touch one and find out. Wait, wait, wait. I get to do that. Oh, whatever. Okay. Here goes. I'm reaching out. I hope that's not stand-up quicksand. What? You know, the vertical kind that grabs your arm and pulls you in. Oh, you'd find that funny, wouldn't you? Oh, on the contrary. I'd be shocked, wouldn't I, Mojo? <laughs> I'm not sure that's the word. Flabbergasted? You've never been flabbergasted in your life. Are you kidding? I was born flabbergasted. Well, uh, if no one's going to touch the wall... Wait, wait, it's mine. Don't touch. Here goes. Oh, this feels... Soft. Really? Oh my god, all the walls have lit up. It's alive. Oh, they're plasma screens. The whole wall? The whole room. Are all the rooms this lively? Well, I don't know about all of them. This is some high-tech castle. <laughs> oh yeah. This looks familiar. I think it's a club in Rio. Brazil? Far as I can tell. Do different rooms have different environments? Well, I've only tried a couple. Castle lined with plasma screen. What will they think of next? I don't think I want to think about that. <laughs> I bet someone's been thinking about it. 
you know you're right. You think you know you're right. We'll carry on now, you know. Now you know. Now you know. Now we'll choose you back. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Now we'll choose you back. What from Pedro Show? Uh, start off the third hour with part two of Jack Flanders in the White Castle. Then we heard uh, Fight to Fight by uh, John Tiven. He's an engineer in Nashville, and he uh, did the song with Steve Cropper. Oh, cool. And the yeah. Booker T mm-hmm. guitar. And uh, who's this other cat? Hmm. Cavaliere. Mr. Cavaliere. And uh, then we heard uh, Miranda by Snore, which is not the Miranda. Remember the Madonna bees? One of the dancers yeah, yeah. was Miranda. But oh. this is, I think, more about Miranda Wrights. Uh-huh. You know about them? Mm-hmm. Never had them read to me. But. Yeah, Miranda Wright, there was a famous court case in the U.S. about if the police arrest you, they have to read you your rights. And that was Miranda. His last name. So it's referred to as Miranda Decision. And if they don't read you your rights, when it goes to court, they can throw it out. See. So there's a song about it. Now, uh, Ben, Peek, you bought, brought a friend. This is a Couchsurfing.com friend, right? Here. Hey, Catherine. Welcome. Catherine's been traveling uh, originally from Germany. Catherine's originally from Frankfurt, but she doesn't go there much. I'm not from Frankfurt. I'm about an hour from Frankfurt, which okay. is pretty far. <laughs> So what that what was that town called? It's very small. You wouldn't know, so I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah, but there's probably some big towns I don't know of either. So don't be choosy. Just say. It's called Erbach. Abba? Erbach. Erbach. Yeah, great. A lot of people don't know Pedro, or more and more are, but we're not the biggest town. It's, it's okay. Actually, I wasn't from here either. I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia. Where are you from, Pete? Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think I associate with Fresno so much. Okay. <laughs> and Dan? Uh, I was born in Tucson. But Tucson, I right. Everywhere. Yeah. Last place, what, the upstate New York, right? Yeah, Ithaca, New York. Ithaca, mm-hmm. Cornell. Mm-hmm. So in the U.S., it's not very common to be, and not Brother Matt, though. He's been there all the way. <laughs> he lives where he's born. But a lot of us move around and stuff, so... I live where I was born. St. Pat? I was born in L.A. I was born a few miles from where I live now. Oh, really? What the what hospital? Cedar of Lebanon, which is yeah. now Scientologist headquarters. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, couchsurfing.com, that's why you're here in Southern California. Uh, Catherine. Right? Yeah, uh, Catherine just came from Samoa, actually. Samoa. I've never been there. I'd like to go there. Yeah, I'm, I'm traveling for a year around the world, so I've been to Asia, Australia, New Zealand, Samoa. And you won't be here long then? I'll, I'll be here for three months. Oh, really? That's Not good LA. Say. Not LA, but. Yeah. And so can. No, here means, I think, the entire the US, US to yeah. her. It's, you know, just <laughs> one of the little countries just sitting on the way over. <laughs> Three months in the United States, so you're going to be in Southern California only a little. Yeah, just one month or so. Yeah. Then where do you go from here? Um, I'm not sure yet, but I go to Vegas tomorrow. Las Vegas? 
Oh, Vegas, you've already picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Couch um, surfing all the way? Yeah, I guess. How'd you find out about couch surfing? I can't remember. It's How long have you been a member? About almost two years. Wow. But Did you start right away? Yeah, I uh, traveled a bit through Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Via the couch surfing. About two years ago. Network. What do you like about it? The couch surfing situation. Oh, it's good. You meet a lot of people, a lot of locals, so you know about the place where you're going. And cheap. It's cheap, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. No, <laughs> it's, it's all, all right. about economy. It's all about economy. But also, you can, uh, yeah, you know, you're coming into a pad where people live there, so they can get you hip to what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And instead of like, uh, I know no one at this motel. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. some drug addict next door. Yeah, <laughs> or a little uh, lab. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what, what's your? Do you have a strange couch surfing story? Um. Since you've been doing it for two years, maybe. I guess, but nothing really strange. Oh, you never had a, a wild, <laughs> crazy story. Okay. What do you think about Australians? They're very friendly. <laughs> oh, so that's part of you. That's not what yeah. you said earlier. So, so how many lands have you been to with the couch surfing? Um, I don't know, about ten, maybe. Started in Europe. Yeah. Then came to Asia. Mm. Uh, with Japan, Australia, Samoa. She was in Thailand also. Thailand. Mm. Cambodia, Laos, and all that. More than ten, then. <laughs> but it didn't cost us there. Just, just, just pass through. There. Uh, Visit. Yeah, estates and guest houses. But that's different than couch surf. That's of course different than couch surfing. But you I think pay them in money, not stories. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> but Catherine, you know, is another person who's living the life where you know. She also hears from her friends, like, oh, I wish I could do what you do. Yeah. You know. You, you can. Yeah. Uh, and that's what she says. But she know? does. That's and they don't. Well, do it then. <laughs> like yeah, then do it, right? Is that your <laughs> advice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, how old are you? Old? Yeah, she... They already grilled each other, and neither one of them would say their age. I know how old she is. <laughs> I'm older. I'm way older. I ain't afraid. I'm 51. Who cares? You know? It means you made it that far. It's not, 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 not to be weirded out. I just, if you would say your age, then maybe give confidence to people who are afraid. Do oh, I'm too young. I'm too old. I don't think age matters. So. No. I know, but people don't have confidence. They think, oh, only young people go traveling around. Very young people. I think anyone can travel. I heard oh, of, a, of a lady who is 63 who is hitchhiking through the USA. Yeah, well, I know that too, but I'm talking about instilling confidence in other people. Well, I mean, the, the Just idea because me and you know that doesn't mean other people. A lot of people live through the TV and stuff. They don't, they don't know. So I think it's important for person to person... A dialogue saying, yeah, look, that's how old I am and I'm doing it. Well, the idea, I think, overall is that, you know, 
people get comfortable with a routine, you know, a job, rent, pay, yeah. pay, you know, bills. And but there's fear, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's fear is to get out of that, that comfort. Uh, yeah. I mean, not much comfort as much as, like, a habitual circle of, of, of things that you, you keeps you in one place. And you can only dreams or idolize or imagine of how else, you know, you can be traveling and... With you know, internet gives you curiosity of different places. Yeah. You, you become more unhappy about not out there and seeing it for yourself, but it's still harder to actually just you know make it happen. Yeah, I'll tell you about older people too. I mean, I'm out there a lot touring, yeah, and there are a lot of no older people. They'll sell the house the and get a motorhome. They yeah. want to see stuff before they die. Yeah, not so much hitchhiking. Right. U.S. It's kind of <laughs> dangerous to be hitchhiking. Yeah. Believe it or not. Although on the way up here, there was a conversation I suggested Ben to talk to you, you guys about. What? How to get to New York? No, okay. something about. I was wondering. Oh, sorry. This is a completely uh, left complete field. Change of subject. Uh, <laughs> nothing to do with uh, that. Oh, uh, so uh, it took me years to figure out how to undo a bra with one hand. <laughs> they, they were talking about like which ones are more comfortable, like deal between between underwires and not underwires. And I only know, you know, from my perspective, underwires are harder to get off when you're like facing from the front. But you know, they they have all sorts of opinions, and they refuse to tell me, you know, what's more comfortable for them, like things like that. And they said they were gonna save it for the radio show. I was saving it because I wanted to hear what guys think about all this, you know, bras technology. Just get them off. <laughs> That's right. If yeah, don't matter. The easier they are, the better. Mm -hmm. I mean, more reasoning than you know hippies. <laughs> no problem. This is gonna make people afraid to travel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I switch up. Totally switch subject. I mean, I will say I I haven't met that many couch surfers, not compared to Peak, but I've met one who is 19, yeah. and she couldn't even get into uh, 20. She was 20? She just turned 20. Well, so she, she couldn't get into a bar. Couldn't get to bars, couldn't meet people, she was still doing it. Wow. Uh, I met a guy who came to my place, he was 54. He had been, I, th I think if I, if I got the story right, he actually couch surfed with his like two-year-old kid for a while. Wow. Until uh, the wife, you know, said no on that one. Um, Put the gabosh in <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But, but what are the things called? The front holders? The little papoose thing? Yeah, 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 the slings, whatever. Uh, he said it was actually easier to find places with the kid because people would trust him. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's not some crazy weirdo if he's got a kid with yeah, him. He's yeah, got to protect the kid. Person. He's got to feed him. Yeah. So, um, so that's always a worry. Is who am I taking in? But Yeah. And also for the traveler, where am I going? Yeah. But, you know, Peek explained that with the references and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can check that out. Have you ever been afraid, Catherine? I've never been afraid, no. Ever in her life? <laughs> no, I mean couch surfing. couch surfing. Yeah, <laughs> You've never been uh, never suspicious? Um, not really, no. But you're careful. Because you, you're not random. It's not random. It's not like... You know, I know, but still, come on, there might be an innate little defense. Yeah. Well, you always have that um, thing in the back of your mind, would I get along with this person? You know, there's always that, you know, yeah, like your sure. own impres uh, impression versus, you know, the actual reality when someone shows up or... 
right? Yeah. And your strategy is just be still, right? Be still? Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> Passive. Yes. Yeah, because some people are very out forward yeah. with their speak. So maybe, uh, yeah, that's your technique. You make people feel assured because <clears throat> you're not going to bore them to death. <laughs> With it's a bunch of <laughs> yeah. yeah. What they don't know though is that if things hit the fan, Pete could kick their ass. So I mean, oh Pete, yeah. She's I don't know. Are you good at fighting? No. Do you carry? She is. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you're kind of big. She's yeah. Now clarify that while we're on the radio because they mm-hmm. can't see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's almost my size. But she's she's tall and skinny, yeah. not big. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, you. <laughs> yeah, I, watching out for her. Don't want her to have a reputation. <laughs> she's she's mean. I didn't mean that. I, I, I think because that would be some people's trepidation about couch surfing is the, the, the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. But you learn to embrace it. You never had fear, even uh, when you were first course, trying. I have fear. But I feel pretty safe with couch surfing. Yeah, yeah. What about the first few times? Um, I can't remember. Wow. I have a bad memory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I had my first, you know, couch surfing in New Orleans, and and that was like above and beyond my expectation. You know, he was completely went out of his way in every way he could. Yeah, yeah. And but that it's just um it's it's you know, it, I that, again, you know, you, people going in into a situation with expectations, you know, and you have I probably was doing this before any of you were born, you know. Yeah. yeah. I've been staying at people's houses. We should be I know what you mean by man, I I've, yeah. I've had some crazy situations sometimes. I mean they're rare, but I've they heard did it. happen. I heard it on the road, yes. <laughs> as, and I experienced some of those, you know, like on the stage, like anybody has a place for us to park a boat and <laughs> Safe place for the boat. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you have your line. See, to yeah. me, that's no, but it's yeah. priority. The touring universe is a boat. Yeah. If we lose that, how would you get to the next town? Yeah. That's always been my biggest nightmare is losing the boat. Because then all your stuff's in, your equipment, I mean, everything, right? Oh, and everyone in the show. In fact, that one of the guy. biggest nightmare stories once we played with a band called the Divine Horsemen, and we. We were near the beginning of our tour, but it was the last gig of their tour, and it was in New Orleans. Mm. And they went to Chow. They come out of the Chow pad. An hour later. Everything gone. It's a life. Well, they didn't have to worry about any more gigs. Yeah. Because it was the end of the tour, but everything they worked for. All of the equipment, all of their... tour money. Tour money, all of the... The vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. So such a bad thing. So, so, I mean, I know this. you touched this topic before, but yeah. refresh me, but do you think there's a, there's a mentality of uh, um, people watching for bands? Like, especially... Oh, yeah, there's got to be. Yeah? Because that's a practically more money in robbery, kind yeah. of, you know. They know you're not from around there. Right? Yeah. You can, like, sell them, sell the stuff. Yeah. But I guess with moving things in general now... Actually, the big theft for me was with a big band. It wasn't with a band. 
and a rental truck. There's certain yeah. things that give you away. A trailer. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the good things about Concord is somebody's pad. You're not in a hotel parking lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. they, they case those places. I've heard of... I wish people didn't do that, of course, you know, but... So you, you're a little defensive. So, like, the first thing I say, is there a safe place for the boat? See, so right away I'm afraid I've been doing this for 30 years. So that's how I ask you. I, don't, I didn't ask you because you're a woman or anything. I just, it's a scary thing when you put yourself out there. I'm glad, though, people are brave enough to overcome the fear, though, because I think people, it's good for people to travel around. I think it's a great thing. And I'm a big supporter of Couchsurfing. I didn't know about it, Couchsurfing.com, until Peak turned me on to it. But we've had maybe six or seven guests on here now that have been all over the world using that, and I'm way into it. So I'm not trying to scare anybody away. I'm just <clears throat> trying to get that out there so people hear and maybe they're afraid. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some predatory stories, though, because human beings are going to fuck. They fuck up everything, right? No, we haven't heard any, have we? We've heard no, about weird yet, situations, but, but never where someone got hurt. It's more like Good. personality conflicts. Yeah. Yeah. Just and those, yeah, those are very common. Those yeah. happen in your that own happens, band. Yeah, exactly. It happens to people you know. <laughs> Big time. Everyone at school. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are easily, cause you, easily to deal with because you just bail. Bye. Right. Choose. And uh, find a new one. Mm -hmm. Find new band members. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to um, New York gig. Yeah, I'm gonna play in Central Park. Yeah. So New York City, then we we do this gig. I also make it an album, so I bring the djembe. Because <laughs> it's making its way back, djembe. <laughs> djembe is my favorite clothes for. I am aware of this studio now. now. Yes. Because even if it isn't hot outside, studios have all this equipment and it just cooks you. So, but I'm not excited about that. Yeah, that's totally scary. I'm writing all the songs for him. Nels will jump on it, he'll do it. So will Dougie and Shuka. But then we got to play it. I, and I think he's doing some gigs there too. He's going to stay to the fifth. And then uh, Tokyo, I do three gigs and an album with Jim O'Rourke. And that, no songs. So you are We're like. We're just going to go for it. Huh? You're like recording a bunch like the last year. So are they going to all years. release, in a, being released in the next like. Yeah, they're all coming year. together now. Like, like, what is that, 15 of them? <laughs> I don't remember. Like 15, a there's a lot coming. <laughs> also, the one with Money Mark. I did I, all my parts. Um, yeah. You know, these are in the pipeline. Yeah, I did 13 songs. I did all the bass with the drummer. Yeah, last Pumpkin Head. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm done. I was I'm at, finished. I was at one. He's got to come in and put the more keyboard. And Raymond has got a little more singing. He's done a lot singing. of singing. <laughs> yeah. Rapping. <laughs> He's raps that too. Was cute. Sings and raps. I loved it though. Was there yeah. a couple times? Yeah, that was a hard. You came on a day where he was uh, kind of nervous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's chicken and egg. <laughs> chicken and egg. Was he nervous, or did Pete make him nervous? <laughs> no, no, Pete was invisible with her camera. 
My name was just nervous that day. <laughs> See, I came in with all my bass parts, you know, and then he has to be on the fly. It can mm. be scary. Even if you have your parts, it's scary. Are you going to uh, play them right? They call it red light fever. When you know it's being recorded, uh, <laughs> choke. That's why there's no button here for red uh. light, so the guests don't get off. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine nervous. is. And Catherine. You <laughs> should be uh, away from uh, clothes. It's okay. It's safe here. You like to hear a voice. <laughs> Thoughts. See, she has even littler voice than me. Yeah. <laughs> Not a... Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm even here the little voice. <laughs> In her defense, she's I, like this all the time. I think it's... Oh, no, I know, I know. Yeah. But that's why I say this is a safer place than the other part of your life. This is the place where you can really get the words out. That's why we have microphones. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes all over the world, so... That's why we say, bring, bring it on. That's what I don't want. <laughs> they can't see you. Well, good, they can't. I mean, you can't never change what you said. You've never had public life. You've always been private life. Pretty private. Have you ever performed? Yeah, no. or no writing? No. You like to watch. This is this is her debut. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, your debut. Right? <laughs> you have been on radio before. You have been public. Never. Yeah. Well, we still don't know her last name. You know, a lot so. of people talk and they don't have anything to say. So maybe you're doing the right thing. So you know, my name, especially if you turn on television, there's just yeah. right. There's no content, just noise. You don't have anything to say, but you, you don't have to be afraid. I don't have anything to say. Honestly. And she's never afraid. She already said that. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. She did say. It's it. not that. You know. You're not keep hitting on that. She's, <laughs> she's totally. Yeah. I just thought all your adventures and going to different places. Yeah, you might have things to say, share. You always wanted to travel. Um, for a while now, not always. You thought about just roaming around, seeing different things? Is that how it came about? Um, I just wanted to go to Japan and maybe to a warm country for winter like Australia or New Zealand. Because you're curious about how it is? Oh? Because you were curious about how it is over there? Oh no, I just don't... You wanted warmness? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So... That's that's right. Yeah, it turned (laughs) out to be a one year travel around Did you go to Bangkok? Yeah, I did. That's warm. <laughs> oh, it was all right. Oh, it was calm? Oh, great. Singapore was hot. Yeah, yeah. Northern part of Australia. What part of Australia were you at? Uh, Melbourne, Sydney. Melbourne, way south. So more calm. It gets rainy and cold there, in fact, sometimes. Opposite. How'd you like that on the other side of the equator? Opposite. But yeah, it's quite different. Different, huh? January's a hot. But the times I've been there is in our winter months, and they're steaming. Well, the more north, that's the other thing, the more north you go, the hotter it is. <laughs> I've never been to Darwin, but I can imagine. Yeah. Tropical. Closer to the equator. Like parts of New Zealand, not warm at all, more south. Christchurch? Um, yeah, when I've been there, it's been pretty cold. Yeah. I've only been to Auckland, the big town. Yeah. But like I said, it was January, February, so it was like their warm time. <laughs> did, you, did you 
look in the toilet to see which way the water twirls. <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> no, because the water, you know, everybody says it goes yeah. the other way. Yeah, yeah, so Ever look at that? The water goes the other way? Yeah. Because yeah. it's the other, it's the antipodes. <laughs> It's, it's the other side of the world. Upside down on the other side of the world. Do you notice the sky? At night? What about it? Stars are all different. Oh. They're no Big Dipper. I never looked at it. They have this thing called Southern Cross. They have no Big Dipper. Orion kind of straddles equators. Some stars, but most of them are completely different. Which is a trip. You didn't notice? I don't know anything about star constellations. She's got 
pictures, huh?
Wow. Live from Pedro show. Brother Matt <laughs> explaining he likes chocolate tie. Uh, for our last music, Block with a C, yeah? Block. Block. Uh, James the Gentle Dreamer by the Golden Boys. And we played with them in uh, Dallas. And I told him, you know, Darby had, Darby and Pat wrote a song called Golden Boys, and Pat did it on his solo album. I got to get that song and send it to these cats, because that's the first thing I thought of. And then we had Man of Steel by Schooner. And finally, Let the Spirit Flow by Pratya Para, which is a Belgian man. And uh, I want to thank you all for coming, <laughs> comedian Ben. <laughs> Respect, Pete. Thank you much, Catherine. What's Thanks. your last name, Catherine? Mystery. A mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> okay, just Catherine, traveler. Zeman. Do they say Zeman for a woman? What's that? Sailor. Zeman? No, you wouldn't say that for a woman. Yeah. What would you say? I don't know. But you know it wouldn't be Zima. <laughs> I don't think there's a word for a woman. There's been women to see, though. And it's Brother Matt, thank you for your uh, cool. essential aid and abet. Yeah, see tonight at Harold's. Tonight at Harold's, yeah. We played the biker bar in Pedro. And with the missing man. Which, uh, it's our first gig back. Yeah. Yeah, our homecoming gig. Actually, I was supposed to play with Tom, and that was Tom Watson's clients. It was actually Tom Watson and his clients, but since he couldn't come, <laughs> he had to be in Vienna. So uh, it was just Tom Watson's clients. <laughs> and he was there in spirit. Uh, it's been June 13th, 2009. Oh, yeah, yesterday was uh, Kira's oh, yeah. 48th birthday. She's working on a Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, cool. Right now. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, and um, Raymond's is coming up. Sixteenth, oh, huh? So Wednesday. what's that's Bloomsday's Tuesday? Mm-hmm. So are you going to the horse track today? No, because it's off Wednesday. Monday and Tuesdays is off for the track, so I have to think of something else. <laughs> he says he, uh, you know, he's had this Batman and Robin script for a long time. I don't know if we'll start it Tuesday, but he wants to start shooting this movie. With Gomez Bueno as oh, Robin like, and me as Batman. <laughs> you look just like Batman. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And Gomez Bueno has the strongest Spanish accent, you know, as Robin. It'll be great. It'll be great. Oily <laughs> <laughs> language, Batman. I just want to get locked into black leather and. Latex, that's always been my dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the modern ones. But what about like the 60s ones? Oh, yeah. even better. Like oh, leotards yeah. more, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> kind of weird. You know, they all come out of the 30s, those comics, and kind of fascist roots, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for all being aboard. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. And everybody out there, Keep your powder dry.